Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over, are you actually making a profit in your business or are you spinning your wheels? This is a term that we use or an older term that we've used in the industry where you're just basically out there working and not making any money. And so you're effectively just spinning your wheels. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. It's actually really simple to find out if you're actually making any money out there. You can go online and get an Excel spreadsheet, a profit and loss spreadsheet, you put in your total income, what you get from your pool route, which is your gross income, and then you subtract everything that you put into the business. And I mean, you want to put everything on there and you want to subtract your fuel costs, the cost for products, the cost for equipment that month, anything that you spend for your business, you know, the insurance for your truck, all these costs are associated with running a business and they should be in your profit and loss statement And then when you get down to the net at the bottom, you can even do a gross net sometimes where you have maybe taxes separated and you want to calculate how much taxes you're going to pay at the end of the year for that month. And by the way, you should be filing quarterly taxes because it's much easier to keep track of how much you're paying the IRS. And also there's a penalty when you don't pay quarterly. And besides that, paying quarterly taxes just makes it much easier at at the end of the year in case they're You do have to pay some money. You're not going to have to pay a huge amount if you didn't pay quarterly. So I recommend doing that, getting with your CPA and doing that uh, for this year if you haven't done that. And then, of course, you're going to have your total after-tax net profit. There's really no need to invest in expensive software or to invest in some kind of course on how to calculate your net profit. It's pretty simple. You just take, again, all of your expenses minus the amount of money you get in every month from all your customers, and there should be a number at the bottom. Now, here's where it becomes important that as someone who's self-employed, you're making a pretty good profit because the whole reason why you're working out there and why you're self-employed is to make more money and maximize the amount of money you're making. I call that scalability. I mean, if you were working at, let's say, In-N-Out Burger, it's a pretty popular burger place here, And the average pay is about $17 an hour to start. If you work 40 hours a week, that's $3,000 a month minus taxes. And to scale that, you'd have to increase the amount of hours you work over time. You know, maybe you work 60 or 80 hours a week. And then you're scaling your income to maybe $4,500 by working those extra hours every week. But you're working 50, 55, 60 hours a week to scale your income. Whereas if you're self-employed, you can actually stay working 30 hours a week and scale your income by taking on more premium customers on your pool route, doing some repairs on the side, installations, doing some acid washes, 
whatever it takes to scale that business, but you're still only working those 30 to 40 hours a week versus if you're working for a company, the only way to scale your income would be to increase your hours or maybe become a manager, increase your responsibilities and get higher pay or find a job that pays more, of course, would be a way to do it. Bottom line is if the average employee here in California is making about 3000 a month minimum wage or a little bit above that, and you're out there working your pool route, and let's say you're working 40 hours a week, and you're really sweating out there, you're putting in a lot of work, and you're only netting $2,000 a month after all your expenses, you're really better off working a minimum wage job without all the headache of maintaining your pool route, all the headache of being self-employed, all the liability, all the problems with not having a W-2 paycheck. If you're making less than what you would make if you were working at a restaurant flipping burgers. To me, you're just spinning your wheels out there if that's the case. You're going through the extra effort, risking your life driving around town using chemicals and, you know, getting the sun beating down on you, being out there in elements, and you're not making more than someone working at a minimum wage job, then you're spinning your wheels and you probably should figure out what's wrong with your business. Now, you may be charging too less for your service accounts. This is a big problem where you're not charging enough for your work and therefore you're not having the profit you should be having. Maybe the chemical costs have gone up and you haven't raised your prices. A lot of people are afraid to raise their prices because they figure they're going to lose some clients. But if you look at it logically, and this is what a lot of restaurants do, they don't put a lot of thought into it. They see their food costs and they raise their rates and they realize, okay, we're going to lose some customers here if we raise our rates. What percentage of customers are we going to lose? The number you want to shoot for is 10% or less in order to raise your prices and not really lose any money. Now, if you raise your prices and you lose 20% of your customers, then you have a little bit of a problem because now you're making more money, but you have less customers, which means you're not making as much money as you were before the price increase. Let me give you just a scenario here. Let's say you're charging $150 a month and you have 80 clients. So $150 a month times 80 customers, that's $12,000 a month in gross income from that. And if you raise it to $180 a month and you have the same 80 customers, that's $14,400. So that's $2,400 more a month. So if you lose five customers after they cancel, let's say they didn't like the rate increase, so you're charging $180 and now you have 75 customers, that gives you $13,500 a month. So you've actually still increased your income by $1,500. You've also lost five customers, which means you can add five more customers to that and bring your income back up to the number you had when you had 80 accounts, which was $1,440, $14,400. But let's say you do lose you know, another three customers, which is about 10%, eight customers. So now you're down to 72, 72 times 180 will still give you 12960 So you lost 8 customers, which is 10%, 80 accounts minus 8. But you still have a net gain of $960 a month. And you have more time, of course, because now you have 8 less pools. And if you times that by 12, you've increased your annual income by 11520 by raising your rates by $30. And you've lost 8 customers. And you can easily get those back if you advertise and market yourself. So restaurants do this all the time without putting a lot of thought into it. 
They'll raise the price of the burger special from $7.99 to $8.99. That extra dollar, of course, costs them some customers. But that extra dollar every day, if they sell, let's say they sell, you know, 150 burger specials a day, that's $150 a day times 30. That's $4,500 more a month. That covers a lot of the higher expenses they run into. And that $1, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot. But over the course of a month, that $1 adds up to a lot. In the same respect with your pool service. So I wouldn't be afraid of losing customers. Now, there's a logical amount you can raise it to without losing a higher percentage. You don't want to raise your rates and lose, you know, 15 customers because now you're making less money and you might be scrambling to make your budget at that point. So do these increases logically. You know your customers. You know yourself what an increase would feel like if, you know, if you had a lawn service or maybe you have a pest control and they raise your rates. You know what you can tolerate. And so you know what your customers can tolerate in that case. But if you're afraid to raise your rates and you're losing money because the cost of everything else is going up, then your profit and loss statement is going to start to look ugly. And you may make less money or you may net less money than if you were just working you know, for Home Depot or a burger place, which to me defeats the whole purpose of being self-employed and working out there. You want to maximize the amount of profit you have and the amount of money you're making out there for the amount of hours you're putting in. Now, what would be an average rate for pool service hourly? It's hard to say because every part of the country is different. And it's really hard to say. You can't quantify the time at each pool. But if you're making, if you do three pools an hour, you should be, of course, netting more than $17 per hour during that one hour that you're doing two or three pools. And that's kind of how you get your, you know, your hourly pay. You can calculate it that way. It's really hard to do because you're doing other things like repairs and installs. And each day varies as far as the amount of pools and how long it takes you to do those pools. But of course, the sweet spot is two to three pools an hour here in Southern California. In Texas, of course, the pools are bigger. So you may get through your route a lot slower. But if you're in an area like Florida, Arizona, Nevada, California, two or three pools an hour is highly realistic. And it's something that you can easily do you have the right equipment. If you work fast enough and smart enough, you can do that and maximize the amount of money you have out there. Now, of course, when you're starting out and building up your pool route, you have 40, 40 pools. You're going to make a lot less money than when you if you had 80 pools. So don't take this wrong that it's better to work for a company and make you know the money you're making now. I'm talking about when you're fully at your maximum pools. Let's say you wanted to have 80 or 90 pools. Once you reach that max, you should have a pretty good net profit coming in every month or there is something wrong at that point. Now, when you're building up your route, of course, you're not going to be making more than maybe someone working at Home Depot at that point because you don't have a full route. So you can subsidize that by doing other things. And you can do pressure washing of the driveway or the decking. You can do odd jobs. You can actually maybe get a part-time job. They bring in extra money while you're building up your route. But don't look at it like, Don't give up, I should say. Don't look at it like you're not going to ever make more than you're making. Just do the simple math in your head. If you have 40 pools, and let's just take the, let's say 150 to keep it simple, times 40, that's 6,000 a month. But if you were just to double that, you know, in a year, you would have 12,000 coming in. So you've essentially doubled your income without adding significantly more hours to your work week. You're just basically doubling your hours. So 40 pools, let's say you're working three days a week. So now you're working five days a week doing 80. And it's something that's doubling your money. 
definitely something to consider why self-employment is better because of the scalability. You can't really work 80 hours a week and maintain any kind of life. And so if you wanted to bring your In-N-Out Burger salary to 6000 a month, then you would have to work 80 hours a week, which gives you very little time to do anything. To me, a 9-to-5 job is just not that scalable. Of course, if you're working on commission, you can really make a lot of money if you're good at selling. But just a regular paid salary job doesn't have a lot of scalability, in my opinion, whereas self-employment has a ton of scalability. A few things that make things blurry here is that if you have a spouse making money, then you're commingling the income. And it could be kind of hard for you to separate the income at the end of the month. That's why it's really important to have a personal budget and also to separate that income by having a dedicated profit and loss statement for your business. It's really easy to do. You know where your receipts are. You know how much money is coming in. And it's a big failure in a lot of companies that don't do this. I, I mean, small businesses, one of the big fail points is not knowing how much money you're making. A corporation has, you know, special people auditing the company. They have an accounting department that makes sure they're making money. They have a CFO. You don't have that luxury. But I think it's really negligent of you if you're not doing a profit and loss statement. If you haven't done one yet, just get an Excel form. Start this month, you know, put down how much how much money is coming in from your pool service, how much money is going out, get that amount. And then when you do your personal budget, you'll know exactly how much of that net profit is going to pay your personal expenses. And it may look like you're going broke because you have way too much stuff going out towards, you know, credit card payments, car payments, your mortgage, and you may be making actually pretty good money in the pool service business, but at the end of the month, you may not have anything to show for it. That doesn't mean that you're not making a profit in your business. That means that your personal budget, you're spending too much money. There was someone I remember in when I went to FPU, the Dave Ramsey class, Financial Peace University, and he, he didn't really pay attention to his eating out. And he came in one day and he said, you know what, I spent $1,200 eating out every month. This was many, many years ago. Probably now that's like $2,000. But he was spending $1,200 eating out every month. And he's like, I never sat down and added that up. It's really insane how much money I'm spending eating out. And the same thing may be your case. If you feel like you're not making any money in your business, you do the profit and loss, check your personal expenses to make sure that you're not spending $1,500 eating out every month, which would be, I think, excessive in most cases, you know, to eat out that much and spend that much money. You may be overspending on other areas. Maybe you have a car payment that's $900 a month. That's a ridiculous amount of money to be paying the bank every month for something that is the worst product you can ever get because the way the car payment is calculated is daily interest. And so basically you're just renting an Uber every day or paying for an Uber every day and it doesn't really help you. So the car payment would be the first thing I would get rid of if you find that you're not making any money every month at the end of the month you don't have any savings and so another indicator is how much money that you're saving every month that you're investing or paying down debt with and if this number is really tiny again look at your personal budget to see where you're bleeding money but you may have a problem with your business where you're not really netting enough money because your prices may be too low or you're not really being careful with your inventory or your chemicals and you're overdoing it there 
There's all places you can save money in a business. I wouldn't cut corners, but there's ways to save money with your supplies and with your equipment. If you treat your equipment better, if you have employees, they should be treating things better. And there's a whole separate matrix in calculating bringing on an employee. I can't really go into detail here about that, but maybe I'll do a separate episode highlighting that. But basically, if you're not saving and investing at the end of the month, it could be that you're not making enough money in your business or you have too much money going out in your personal budget. You should be putting a good amount of money away in savings and investing because that's the benefit of scaling your business. You're making a lot more money per hour than if you're working a nine to five job. And what you should have to show for that is some investments and some savings to go along with that profit. If at the end of the month you have zero in the bank and you're struggling, again, just do a deep dive into your finances. Find out where everything's going, where your money's going, where the bleeding is at, and put a stop to it. It's really easy to do, but if you don't write anything down and don't keep track of anything, this is where you're going to have your biggest problem. It's all in your head. It's all floating around. But writing it down on paper is eye-opening in a lot of cases. And I would suggest by starting with a simple P&L statement and then going from there and following the steps in here to get everything in order. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. Just go to the banner, click on the podcast icon, and then a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded will appear. And if you're interested in my coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app